This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Time to start your day the right way with front row material. Starring ECW legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whitbrick. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freeland. Welcome to another exciting program of Front Row Material. My name is Mike Freeland, and I'm joined by my follow challenge friend. His name is... The Rit. Man, it's been forever and a day since I've been able to do that intro. How you been, buddy? Uh, I've had my ups, i had my downs. Right now, uh, my back is killing me, hurt myself at work. So I, like you, well, I'm not in my dead aunt's chair, but uh, I'm I'm sitting on a nice comfy couch. You are. You look like you're uh, you're in a very nice area. I like the drapes, by the way, looking sharp as always. Oh, the, the, these drapes, I hand-picked them out myself. I tell you what, you have an eye for that. My goodness. So it has been forever since we had a chance for you and I to sit down and do this version of Front Row Material. And I want to kind of clear up a few things at the very top of the show. So a lot of people know that, you know, Rit wasn't with us for a while. Um, and then obviously we haven't seen Anton for a while. He's been working on some stuff. Moondog's been working on some stuff as well. So it's there's been a lot of moving parts and we decided, you know what, let's go ahead and just hit the, hit the reset button. And so the Ritster and I, we've come back together working on some new ideas and whatnot, but it's good just to hear your voice, Rit, and uh, be able to talk some wrestling and, and get your opinion on some 
some hot takes that I have uh, that I want to run past you as well tonight. Well, I know you. Uh, you love uh, free ideas, free free merch. So I'll, I'll sit there and, and just throw them your way, buddy. Well, I tell you what. Something that always has interested me is the news cycle. And if you've been listening to the Front Row Material brand, you know that there is the Freeland 5, which has now uh, been changed to headlines, which basically means I go over the different various websites, Wrestling Inc., uh, Figure 4 Online, I go to WrestlingNews.co, and I go ahead and I just read whatever the headlines are that are breaking at that day. I credit the journalists and I let everybody know in between a 15 to 30 minute podcast what's going on. So instead of you having to go home or scroll through your phone, I give you the headlines and then uh, you're on your way back to your day, whether it's the gym or lunch, whatever it may be. But uh, I enjoy doing that, but I very much enjoy the interacting aspect. of it. Man, I, I was scrolling through Twitter and I kind of I didn't get to read the article. I'm not sure if you if you've seen it or if you might have covered it. Uh, the one where their Gangrel said that uh, AEW was kind of a success because, you know, of Cody and everything. Yeah, no, I, I think that when it comes to AEW and, and their success, I think Gangrel definitely is right because I think when Cody went over to WWE, I think it also gave instant credibility to AEW's brand, meaning it's not just a guy that's coming back over. Because remember, when Cody left, I mean, he didn't leave on the highest of notes, meaning he wasn't a big major star. I mean, he had mm-hmm. gotten, you know, the um, the treatment of mid-card guy. And he left, he did his stuff in New Japan, he did his stuff in Ring of Honor, and then he kind of really evolved himself and grew, a lot like what Matt Cardona is doing right now. And when he started AEW and then he came back, it really gave kudos to what he had created in, in uh, AEW. So, no, I'm I'm with Gang Grill on that one. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Matt Cardona, kind of got someone here that uh, knows him really quite well. Someone who knows the Mr. Matt Cardona? Oh, it's it's the question mark. What was hey. the question mark a wrestler at one point? The fuck, you're not Jerry. I thought I called Jerry. No, you called us, my friend. Wonderful. The legendary Mikey Whipwreck, folks, is joining us right now on Front Row Material. It's good to see you, buddy. How you been? Dark. <laughs> Clearly. Things are tied to camp for the electric bill. <laughs> Turn the fucking lights off. Crack open another can of peas, kids. That's dinner. Oh, my God. Mikey, how you been? Uh, you know, hanging in there. Are, are, are waiting, you- for the, waiting for the nuke to go off in New York City. Oh, God. The world is going to shit sometimes, isn't it? Just, just when you think it can't get any worse. It does. Let's let's talk about a couple things here, Mikey. The first thing is you hit up on social media and you said you got some autograph uh, trading cards, and I think that we could have some fun with that if you're up for it. Um, hold on, I'm watching the Met game. They're actually winning. <laughs> you're uh, watching a Met game in the dark. Well, the TV's on. I got the hamster on the wheel powering the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, something's so, going on because they're winning three nothing in the top of the sixth, and. People are going crazy. So I don't know if this guy Scherzer's got a uh, no hitter going or what. Very nice. Are you a big Met fan? Yeah. In other words, loser. So let let, let we just talked about uh, introduced to the whole Matt Cardona thing. What's your thoughts on on your buddy uh, doing all these things in these different promotions? He's the NYWC World Champion as well. I'm sure you've heard that. Can't be a world champion when you're only wrestling in one place. I wouldn't even call it regional. He's. <laughs> He's got like he's got like nine championship belts right now. He's 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 on the equivalent to uh, the Ultimo Dragon right now. He's uh, smart. He's always had a love for the business, and 
Uh, I'm just happy that when he he was in WWE so long, I'm just happy that he didn't get jaded and become like a lot of the guys and just hate wrestling, like myself. So, no, he's he's done well for himself. I mean, he really reinvented himself and loves the business and just is being very creative with the stuff and it's working. Yeah, he and Brian Myers are doing very well. Happy for them post WWE. It's interesting how people can go one of two ways when it when it comes to leaving um, Titan Towers. Either some people will go into obscurity and then some people will actually take that opportunity and really thrive and and will really you know take it to the next level and they'll say let me either you know reinvent myself or let me find ways to get over differently with an audience. Um, what is your best advice when it comes to somebody who? leaves a major company but still wants to keep going you know how do you tweak yourself or how do you decide okay this needs to stay or this needs to go um you just got to do your thing see what works basically the, the same thing you would normally do on your way to a top promotion is to hone your craft try different things see what works see what doesn't work and then when you get called up to or an opportunity with a big company you already have you put your your stick down uh, and same thing when you're I mean, you can, you can be one of the guys that just does what they did in WWE and that's what they were known for and that's what they did and that's just what, you know, you do forever. You just do the same thing over and over and over again. Or you can have a passion uh, to be creative, um, push the em envelope and, and just reinvent yourself, you know, with the, what would work with a, a smaller uh, market. And I think some with those intimate settings, you might even reignite You still got that fire. blue microphone thing I go. It's with the what you got going on? What do you call that? Blue ball? Fucking microphone? Blue, ball. Where blue balls. Snowball. Oh, snowball. Yeah, yeah. Do you like my snowball? No. Did you? Um, I look snowball I see, up in Urban Dictionary. I see you Don't. still got the dead ant's chair. Still got the chis there. That's you know, right. You, you know what I found in my... <laughs> I actually, when I found these <laughs> baseball cards at my parents' house, I... Uh, I text Matt and Brian. I said, hey, I found these fucking baseball cards. And they were like, holy shit. And then I said, I found a lot of other stuff. And I had like a uh, one of the ECW 8x10s, the purple background. And then I found an old, old one where I had like a like eh, face on. And it was made out to my Aunt Jenny. She's dead now. But I guess when my dad went out there and clicked her stuff with more regard, he, he found this 8x10 he brought home. So I was, I was going to send you my dead ants, eight by ten, <laughs> that you can hang that on you the can wall hang. behind the chair. Yes, yes. So I, I might, I might just send you my dead ants, eight by ten. You know what? <laughs> it says, it says, it says, Aunt Jenny, all my love, Mike. <laughs> my, my dead aunt was Judy. <laughs> really? What are the odds? What are the odds? Oh, my goodness. Man. Someone's it's, grief it's, becomes someone else's collector's item. Yeah, she's she's got a long time now. Well, I hope she's uh, hope she's it's, resting uh, and doing well. Thing. It's bedtime. Are you going through the fucking? Oop! I just cursed from my toe. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna go on about these pants thing again? We have, one, we have one pair of pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow! You you better sell these cards quick. Times are tough. This kid needs pants, Mikey. Come on now. <laughs> she, 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 she doesn't wear real pants. She wears freaking leggings all the time. I wore leggings too, white ones under my shorts. Oh, <laughs> you wore underwear, Dad. You didn't wear leggings. Oh, it, oh, oh, oh wow. That's a burn, man. I tell you what, she's got a promo on you, buddy. What are you going to come back with? <laughs> I, I have something I'm going to come back with. 
but it's inappropriate and I won't sell it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's just really interesting. You what? Know, when, I, when I heard Hold on it. I have to mute you. Hold on. Fine. He's muting me. Or he's muting himself. Wait, wait. I, I was going to say, wait, how's he muting us? I was going to say, I don't know. He, he's he got a case of the Jerry's right now. He thinks he... Oh, my God. So, uh, speak, speaking of Jerry, do, do you see uh, the big announcement Jerry made? I did. Jerry called me. Uh, but, but what night did he call me? He called me after... Did you say Jerry and geriatric at the same time? <laughs> I might. Hold I on. Never mind. I'll Jerry called... <laughs> he just came and now he's left again. He called me after Dynamite one night and just to check up on, see how Megs and I are doing and whatnot. What a good dude. What really good dude. And we just start talking and I said, Hey, what's it's funny? Every deal? time he calls me, he wants money. <laughs> well, he knows I don't have any. So <laughs> he said, Did you hear the the big news? And I said, No, I I didn't hear the the big news. What's the what's the big news? Uh, is he, uh, is he... Uh, uh, <laughs> Oh God. Did you hear we're visiting Mikey in the psych ward? And I said, no. He says, yeah, road trip. I'll be by to pick you up in the RV. Um, he told me about the school. And I said, how did I find this out via social media? And he told me that uh, he said, he tried to call me, and I obviously was uh, at a family event, and I couldn't answer the phone. But exciting news. Lies. Jerry Lynn Lies. opening up a, a wrestling school in Henderson, Lies. Tennessee. He says it's going to be the real deal, my friend. No, his is going to be the real deal, but the fact that he called you just to tell you about that slides. I found some. Oh, she found pants. That's wonderful. But you know what? This is fantastic. Leggings. Can you hurry up? No, I'm trying to get through the story as fast as I can. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking to my daughter. Don't no. interrupt. <laughs> so, so, yes, Jerry's got the school, and he was telling me about it, and we caught up, and we shared some stories about uh, teaching and school and the current state of uh, the educational system and, you know, how he believes that I'm going to be, you know, the next big thing that uh, moves the needle when it comes to education. So Mooch Freeland. That's right. I already asked him. I said, hey, if I come down to train to be a pro wrestler, I said, would you uh, would you put me through the gauntlet? So he said he'll put me through something uh, as long as I fit. So, you know what? Uh, we kind of moved on from that conversation. But what do you think about the big news, Ritster? Uh, Jerry is opening a wrestling school with uh, two other associates, and he's going to be training uh, some guys. Man, I, I think it's really good. I, I was texting him back and forth, you know, asking how, how everything's going. And, like, just his knowledge and what he's learned in AEW with producing and everything – like I'm wondering, when's Mikey going to sit there and, and open up one? Never. Nope. So, Mikey, so I, I had to pay the electric bill. You, but wait a minute, you you've done the whole uh, wrestling school thing before. Been there, done that. That was Jerry's turn. Well, what I was going to say is, you have the abilities to go ahead and Hold on. be a trainer as well in Tennessee, and he can spend time at Jerry's house. It can be like grumpy old men. Get, go go out back and go out back and garden. They can I don't go garden. fishing. I know Mikey owns one of those floppy hats for fishing. It's got the little hooks and all that in it. Mikey says he has gardening gloves. I think it'd be a perfect thing right there. Um, so you're probably wondering what are we talking about? So we're talking about FXE. 
fxewrestlingnetwork.com. So once again, fxewrestlingnetwork.com. If you'd like to find out more information, you can give them a call at 615-338-9443. Tell them you heard about it on the Front Row Material podcast. And uh, I'm very, very excited. So he already gave his first interview. And uh, I tell you what, I don't know why I wasn't at the top of the list already on this, but... I was going to say the same thing. How, how come uh, we, we can't we can't even scoop Jerry Lynn on his own podcast? Jerry, so Eric, Mutter, Eric Mutter with Wrestling Inc. wrote an article here uh, basically talking about Jerry Lynn's school. It says, AEW coach and longtime wrestling star announced on Twitter that he's finally opening up a wrestling school after years of being asked. The school is FXE Wrestling. It'll be based out of Henderson, Tennessee, Lynch's near, near uh, Lynn's hometown. In a quote, Jerry said, after years of being asked, are you going to open a school? It's finally happened, Lynch tweeted. Check us out. You won't regret it. Come on down to Henderson, Tennessee. Who's Lynch? <laughs> That's it was a misprint in the article. Oh, it was. Oh. A, I love I love Eric Mutter. Love him. He's great. <laughs> it's been a long time. Very close to their friend, Jerry Lynch. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> So check out the check out the wrestling school, and we'll you know we'll pick it from there. Oh gosh! <laughs> My eyes are watering. This is not Jerry Lynch. Jerry Lynch. Oh god! I'm sure he's 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 loving this right now. Uh, I don't know if he's a Jerry Lynn guy is, but goddamn, get trained by Jerry Lynch. <laughs> he's under a mask this time again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so Jerry got a new school, so we're excited about that. Oh. Um, he's he's busy Look, doing AEW stuff, and uh, Look, n- number one thing Jerry's going to do lots of lots of chain wrestling. Yes, he is. Mikey, Mikey's favorite. These people will be, will be the best trained. Chain wrestlers in the fucking world. <laughs> now, here's the funny thing. Now that uh, he has uh, a school now, he can be doing seminars straight from there, and people can fly in and come in there and do seminars and all that kind of good stuff. So I think that's really cool. Happy. If, any, if anybody wants to get in the wrestling business, or if you're in the wrestling business already and you want to improve, that's the fucking place to go. I'm with you. I'm with you. I if I was going to get trained, I would get trained by Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Lynch. <laughs> I'm telling you, I read it in the article. I, I read it. Uh, oh, the people had one job. Just to write his name right. <laughs> Just to write his name right. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, I'm going to read the article. I'm going to read the line again. AEW coach, a longtime wrestling star, announced on Twitter today he's finally opening up a wrestling school after being asked. The school called FXE Wrestling will be based out of Henderson, Tennessee, near Lynch's hometown. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. You literally can't make this shit up. Oh, my God. That's so Jerry, though. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to just text him. How you doing, Mr. Lynch? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put this in the group chat because you, you, you guys got to see this uh, to believe it. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention here it's is... It's not even that funny. Uh, to, well, to us it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. To, uh, there was interesting. Sean Ross Sapp, who, whether or not you want to follow him, that's completely your choice. Um, 
he was the one who was reporting that the Satnam Singh uh, lights on, lights off was actually Jerry's. That was Jerry was behind all that. And then he had to take that back and say, no, you know, I had gotten it incorrect. It was not Jerry. So oh, I was going to say, was, I don't think Jerry's that lights on, lights off kind of guy. Jerry Lynch came up with that. <laughs> he didn't run it past Jerry Lynn. That's right. That's right. It was Jerry Lynch in Hendersonville. Somebody should be creating, somebody should create one of those, uh, those gifts where it's Spider-Man pointing out the two people and one should be Jerry Lynn and one should be Jerry Lynch. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! So, um, you got the, you got the autograph things that you're going to be uh, working on here. Have you done a silent auction yet on these autograph baseball cards? Oh, just, don't don't even don't even discuss that. Uh, 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 I went through a number out, and Mikey's you know literally just laughed at me. So he I threw a number out, and I threw it right back at him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hold on. What were you were, were you bidding on one card, or were you bidding on a lot of them? Oh no, just one. Just one. Okay, you know what? I tell you what, I'll do a silent auction. DM me, people. DM me right now. I got my my Twitter open. <laughs> Freeland, <laughs> Freeland, you you have nothing that the people want. I no. might <laughs> let's <laughs> let's do a silent auction for the dead ads eight by ten. Okay, if you would like an eight by ten by a recently departed relative of Mikey Whipwreck, go ahead and DM me right now on Twitter. Um, the highest bid wins. My Twitter is open right now. Her loss is your game. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible! <laughs> oh, I've never had something so morbid seem so fun. Uh, she oh was awesome. Goodness. She she used to she used to tell me she's to go to wrestling in uh, I don't know Sunnyside Gardens in New York. Antonio Rocket, all them she used to go. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. We got our first phone call of the night on the FRM hotline. Let's go ahead and let's see. Here we go. Oh, hold on, hold on. We got our first phone call of the night on the FRM hotline. Go ahead and let's see. Here we go. Hey, hey Freeland. Uh, good, to, good to see you. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, ECW? Or uh, this is ECW fan, isn't it? Yes. I. I've been trying to call you for the last, like, 10 minutes, and you haven't picked up your phone, by the way. I had it on vibrate, and it was in my crotch. <laughs> no wonder you're smiling. Anyway, Mikey, I would just like to say to you, thank you for everything you have done in this business. I respect the hell out of what you've done. And when you're not here, I do my best to put Freeland in this place. Thanks, guys. Bye. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. He, he's a man of few words, uh, but uh, he calls in frequently, and be prepared. He'll call again. So, uh, ECW uh, fan, we appreciate it. Uh, People he, actually call in? Yeah, we have a hotline now. We have a, a dedicated phone number that's been set up right now. But a dedicated Mikey, phone number. We got $10.31 and three cans of Cornell chili. Oh, my God. That's a pretty damn – for one card. For, for Oh, no, it's for the autograph picture. You're going to have to do a little bit better than that. Do a little. Come on, give me a little more. I can guarantee that the dead ants eight by ten is one of a kind. It's one of a kind. He did not sign any autographs, any other deceased relatives, to our knowledge. Have you? Uh, my grandmother, but I don't. I don't know where. And you would want to keep that one. Hmm. I would. I would. I would understand. I'll autograph this chair and ship it to somebody if someone wants it. Jersey Devil just upped it to ten dollars thirty-one cents and five cans of Hormel chili. 
Where is the hotline phone number at, Rit? We usually have it in here. Anton usually works it, but I don't uh, know where the hell he... What, what's I, haven't the been, I haven't been here for freaking weeks. Yeah, you haven't been here. I, I, I've been trying to hold the fort down here. Everyone leaves me. This this is the gimmick of the show. At some point in time, everyone says, F it, I'm done with Freeland. Here we go, the hotline. Give I, us a call. I wouldn't really call it a gimmick. <laughs> it's more like a shoot. This is terrible. Give us a call, 937-504-2071. Uh, you can actually say something live to Mikey Whipwreck as well, or if you would like to go ahead and uh, shoot us a, 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 a whatever. Give us, a, give us you an should idea. Keep, you should keep the number up for a while. I was going to say keep the number up. Well, that's something Freeland doesn't know how to do. Well, I have been taking... Oh. Uh, the the blue pill recently. I started taking that. For I'm what? at that I'm at that stage. The blue the blue pill, the little blue pill. You need a blue pill? I need the blue pill. Need the blue pill. Okay. Been taking that. It's uh, it's all right. Doesn't quite uh, are, are you sure are you sure Megs doesn't need the blue pill? What why would she what, need does the... she have an eight inch clip? What I was gonna say what the hell what the hell is well, going on here? Why would she why would she need erection medication? Have you looked at yourself lately? Wow. Oh. wow. Wow. We're getting dirty now. We're getting dirty, dirty. Uh, let's see in the comments section who's joining us right now. So once again, Jersey Devil, uh, Marie Shadows, thank you so much for coming in here. ECW fan. Uh, and as I said as well, Jersey Devil. Let everybody know Mikey is in the house tonight. So call the hotline if you would like to say something to Mikey. Let's let's kind of keep the conversation going here. Uh, Ritster. Oh, right what here, right here. Hold on. My oh, man, very true. My Rest man, Gilbert Godfrey. Yes. Such you believe that? Gone. I know. That that one there hit me not as hard as Betty White. But man. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get to the Betty White stature when it comes to celebrity passings. But Gilbert was definitely up there. I think there was a picture, and I'm, I'm trying to remember who was in it. It was... um. It was Bob Saget. It was, and this just recently was circulating on social media. Bob Saget, Gilbert Gottfried, um, oh, who's Jeff Ross and somebody else, and uh, they were saying that Jeff Ross is is the only one left, and how crazy thing. Norm McDonald, thank you very much, Jersey yeah. Devil. Norm McDonald, and he's gone as well. So life is short. Um, but Gilbert, I did talk to my sister-in-law and my sister, who are both nurses, and he had a fairly rare uh, heart condition. And um, unfortunately, that uh, didn't go so well for him. So, yeah. All right. But yes, RIP for him as well. But getting on some some different news here, what what are you uh, what are you thinking about wrestling right now? Are you enjoying it still? Or have you watched it? Because I know we haven't talked in a while. Uh, WWE is kind of doing the the same old, same old with me. It's like, I don't understand. Like, I get it now. I'm kind of glad they only have one champion, you know. But I don't know and don't like if they're going to bring the second one back. Like, that, that hurts the whole point. And now, are they unifying the tag belts now, too? I heard that between the Usos and RK Bro, they're going to go ahead and they're going to put them together. So what do you get when you mix red and blue? Purple. Okay. 
Well, I don't know why I thought orange for a second. That was not right. No, that's that's red and yellow. Red and yellow. You're right. Okay, so maybe they're going to have purple belts. Not sure. What do you think yeah. about Cody uh, coming back? Are you are you feeling it right now, or kind of like whatever? And to me, it it really wasn't that big of a surprise. Like I figured he would. Like I didn't. It was back and forth. I didn't know if he was going going to come back for a hundred percent, but you know, from what I was reading and what we were talking about, like that was a pretty complex uh, contract that you know he had to work through, and I understand why it took him so long. So, yeah, no, I'm with you hundred percent. Let's let's go ahead and let's get Mikey's take on this, Mikey. Well, uh, when it comes to Cody jumping from AEW to WWE, what was your thoughts on something like that? Was it a surprise to you in some ways? No. Or do you think it's just the nature of the business? For most people, it's the nature of the business. I guess it just surprises some of us because when you're a part of something that you've built, part of you has some loyalties to something that you were the foundation of. And then all of a sudden just to say, hey, you know what? I'm out of here. Take care. Um, it, it That aspect did surprise me. I would think. I haven't talked to Mr. Lynch about this, but <laughs> I would think that there was uh, tension. I would think. No, so I, you, I would agree. You, you, you take tension and the lore of money and the top spot, the biggest company in the world, knowing his dad. How he was brought into the business, I could, I could see it. The, the no, one thing nothing, I, nothing surprises me anymore. The the one thing I don't I don't get is people say that oh this is the first uh, person from AEW to jump ship to, to WWE, but it kind of isn't. He was a WWE guy, just happened to be in AEW. Well, half their roster is WWE guys. Who just have to oh, yeah. Well, 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 yeah, now, yeah. I mean, you know, so it's just the business, you know. I think it's the fans who take it a little bit more personal because we, we, we like it's like a ball team, whether it's it's your favorite sports team. You like to see people stay with one organization. You yes. don't like all this jumping around stuff. Um, the, the, it, people say it's funny. Wrestling fans say that Vince McMahon is a bubble and is out of touch and doesn't get it. Well, that may be true, but I also think that the wrestling fans are in a bubble. That's fair. That's a fair statement. I, I would go but, with that but, as well. But they're fans and they're they're supposed to be passionate about it. Right. So, uh, you know. I, I never understood it, honestly, myself. The whole... I can only watch one thing. You know, there there are plenty of things I like on AEW. There are plenty of things in AEW that make me absolutely batshit crazy. There's things I like on WWE. There's things in WWE that makes me absolutely batshit crazy. It's it, like everything. I, I don't think there's any company out there, unless you're a super fanatic, where you're going to like everything. Now, some people like for me, like like for me, like Ozzy Osbourne, right? And and now fucking Ghost is like the new. But like anything Ozzy does, I like. Like some of it, maybe not as much as others, but 
I pretty much love everything he does. And the same thing with Ghost now. Like, they, they can't, they can do no wrong at this point. So, but I'm a fanatic for, for them. So, you have wrestling fans that are fanatics, which, which a fan is short for fanatic. This is true. Mikey, would you agree with the fact that because Cody was the one who brought in MJF, everyone thinks that MJF is going to be the single hottest commodity in 2024, that there could be some influence on him going over if Cody's still there or Cody could have some pull? Um, Is this whole MJF hysteria accurate or not? Could be. If if you want to be a big star, where are you going to go? A big star. You good perception, perception wise, from not again, not the fanatics, the the people in the bubble that we're in, right? The general person flipping around. WWE is the place to go. I can definitely you know? see that. But who knows if he's happy there creatively? If he's happy with the locker room? If he's happy the way he's treated? If he's happy with the money? No, I don't. I don't talk to him about. I don't talk to anybody really about money and what their plans are. You know, I talk them how they're doing, how are things going, you know, and what what happens two years from now happens two years from now. I mean, it sure. could be a completely different landscape by then. Has he ever offered you a Berber scarf? No, he has not. Right, I, wonder, I wonder if those scarves are really that expensive. I haven't looked them up before. A Berber scarf. Rick, you got a Berber scarf, don't you? You're a scarf person. What? Are you just you come across as a scarf or an ascot type of guy. Are you? Am I incorrect on that? You're definitely incorrect. Mikey, are you a scar you a scarf person? Are you a you, you you know you cross it and tuck it into the jacket? Are you that type of person or you you you're not that way? No, but I've known to tuck my dick and balls between my legs and call myself an ugly woman. This is true. We we've heard about that as well. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I would I fuck, fuck you. <laughs> Somebody has to. Uh, uh, dead on. Good grief. So uh, outside of wrestling, what, what else has been going on with you? I mean, have you uh, explored anything else as far as music or albums? Or have you anything to share with us as far as inside your other enjoyments? No. I've been unhealthy, unhealthily addicted to Ghost. Well, Travis Bohab says that the new Ghost album is a masterpiece. Fuck yeah, it is. You had a raffle, didn't you, for someone to go to a concert with you uh, a little while ago? Yes. And how did that go? It was good. I was happy that a woman did not win because that, well, that could have been fucking awkward. But it was. But hold on. It was. It was. It was a contest. So technically, anyone could have won. Technically, yes. But I was very happy that a woman didn't win because I didn't want to put myself in a bad position. Would Would Angel have had an issue with that, or no? No, but you never know. <laughs> I don't mean. I don't mean that way. But in I wrestling like, and in life, you I never did, know. I didn't want to put like. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? He, yes, I know what you mean. You don't want to be no neck Nick. Completely understand. Who? 
<laughs> so okay, so so talk me through the story here. So you have this contest, right? The person wins so, the contest. So what was gonna say? I'm on the mother angry. What the hell was I gonna I was gonna say something. Well, you were talking about not being put in a bad position with having a female win the contest. Yes, that, right. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to be in the position where okay, I'm alone with this woman. And then not, 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 <laughs> not that I'm alone with this woman, but like <laughs> please articulate. <laughs> I can't. It's not my <laughs> I didn't want to get in, into the... Look, I'm here by myself. How you doing? <laughs> Let's just change the subject. I don't know how to phrase this right. So, okay, so the fan wins the, the, the experience to go, obviously, hang out with a wrestling star and go to this concert. So I think it was more... It ended up more because they wanted to see Volby. Moby? Volby. <laughs> Moby. Oh, I have some Moby CDs. Of course you would. Right next to your Neil Diamond. Don't even trash that. Don't trash Neil Diamond. Seriously, I have a Neil do you, Diamond. Do you Christmas. sort your? You're the guy that keeps CDs. Absolutely, I don't get rid of anything. So, do you, are you one to keep your CDs organized? Based or like, upon, is it, is it like, like it could be like A to Z, right? Or you could, or you just put them by like, okay, I really like this one, so this one stays on top. I do. Genre. Or is it just what genre? Okay. So I'll have a country section. I'll have a classical section. I'll have my Michael Bublé section. He's all by himself. I'll have my Pat Benatar section. She's all by herself. Um, I'll have the Mandrell sisters. They're all by themselves. And um, and don't forget your Eminem CD. Oh, I can rap to Emin any Eminem song. Hey, if somebody paid me the right money, I'll wrap the lose yourself. I know all these things. I can I can uh, drop a beat if anybody wants me to. But uh, so let's get back to the story here. So the person wins the contest, right? So do you meet them at the venue at Will yes. Call or how? Okay, so they meet you at Will Call, and do do you say you know they obviously know who you are, right? So do they end up asking about wrestling? as much or do they talk about the concert as well much, i or? got a minute so i'll see you later <laughs> i didn't say i'd hang out with them well no i'm not saying <laughs> that but there there is a certain level of let's get to know each other right no not really well how soon did you get there before the show started what like when did you meet it was them? a long time you were with them the whole, a long it, was time? The whole, it, it was the whole vip thing so we got there early before the doors opened up and then you had to go take a fucking COVID test, all this fucking nonsense. So there's a lot of standing around me, me trying to act interested. Um, interested in them or interesting? Oh, I know I'm interesting, but I, you know, just, Oh my God, you're terrible. You know, I got you. In you are, what more do you want from me? You are, you're, you're terrible. Did you sign anything for the person? Did they bring anything with them that, no, thank God. Would you have done that, carte blanche? Like, if someone no. brought like an action figure or something, would you? Would you, you'd have to sign it for free at that point, right? No. 
Would you literally? Bucks? Would you literally have them Venmo something to you, and then when you got payment, you take the sharpie and sign? Tim, there's a pretty good possibility that would happen. Oh my god! All right, so moving on. So you guys get to get to know each other for a while, and uh, then you go into the VIP section. And I'm sure you enjoyed it just as much as they did, uh, because this was a big deal, right? Well, for me, it was great. Yes. Well, I mean, it wasn't that great. It would have been better if I was by myself. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, so, what was it like meeting Ghost or the Ghost or Mister Ghost or whoever uh, it is? Papa. Papa. Is it Papa? Yeah, a fucking amazing. So uh, fucking amazing, and because he's got the whole fucking mask thing on, right? Right. And. You walk into this into the little area there where you behind the curtain where he is, and and I walk up to him, and I'm just staring at him, and I'm just all I could think to myself was, this guy's got a huge fucking head, because I guess he's got the mask on, and I guess it makes your head bigger. But no, he was super cool, very engaging, very nice. He did my little hand thingy. I saw that he did the gesture. Cool. Oh, yeah, and we all was... we all know the the history of your hand gesture, right? You got it from tagging with cactus, which was the bang bang, right? And then you just took it and twisted it around and made a W out of it. And made a W out of it. I like it. But it, but so so we're standing in line for the meet and greet, and um, you know, turn you know, the party's turn to come. And I go to walk in. And the person walks in behind me. I go, what are you doing? So we're going to go take our picture with Popeye. I don't know. I'm going by myself. <laughs> Why do you want my picture ruined with this person? Like, like, oh, here's me. Then I'd have to crop him out. Ruined? <laughs> you, I, I would not say I don't you want know, to be. Oh my I, don't, God. I don't really know the person. So I don't want to have this. You know, it's kind of like, it's, you know, you got this great picture that you like. And then there's this person that you don't necessarily know and like don't really care to know, honestly. <laughs> you know, we're ruining my picture. So you got your so was the whole experience obviously it covered all of their photo op stuff and your photo op stuff as well, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So do you have your picture like on the wall with you in, in Papa Ghost or just Papa. Just Papa. Just Papa. Uh, not yet. Not yet. I have a ton of stuff in boxes that when we find our house is finished, we move and I'll have my office again. And then mm -hmm. I can put my stuff up. But there will be a picture of Papa and I promise in my office. Did he did he break character in talk? No, or? no, no. Don't be disrespectful and do that. Well, I don't know. Is that but I, doesn't people in bands they don't normally like stay in gimmick, do they? He does. Well, he, he does when he's there, right? You know, like when, like if you go to a wrestling show, like when you meet someone in a wrestling show, you expect them to be like that kind of. Mm -hmm. But you, but he, I don't know. It's it's you could have been that guy. 
Like, hey, Tobias, how you doing, buddy? I'm like, oh, okay, look. Yes, I know. You know his real name. You know, you, you know, you just you go there like AEW fans. You know, they play along. They know his bullshit, but they play along anyway. Sure. That's like this. You know, he's not really a, a fucking dead fucking <laughs> satanic pope person, but you know. But if you look at their stuff. If you just look at it visually, you say, oh, my God, this is like sacrilegious and it's heavy duty satanic and it's death metal. And it, it, it's not it couldn't be further from that. It's like all tongue in cheek shit. If you watch their videos, they have up. It's all just like silly. You know, they're far from a, I wouldn't even say they're a heavy metal band, They're like a hard rock band. And the, their music, the music does not fit their image at all. So what would you, what would you say they're on the level of right now? Meaning like, cause I have no concept. Are they on the, on the level of, I don't know, white snake? Uh, are they on the level of, <laughs> no, they are, who are they equivalent to someone I would have, have heard about like the Bee Gees? No, the Bee Gees. I'm oh, no, I'm not talking genre esque. I'm talking just well known aspect. At this point now, uh, they're not super. Well, this this last last album they kind of blew up a bit. So they're in a they're an arena band now, but pretty close to it. They sound like Blue Oyster Cult. Okay. Is that the one where it's da -na -na -na. yeah cowbell? Da -na -na. Okay, yeah, okay. It's weird. Like this last album, they have a song that you can swear could be an Ozzy Osbourne song. Okay, from the eighties. They have another song that uh, you swear Steph Leopard. They have one song that starts with piano. It sounds almost like Journey. Wow. And then they have some heavy shit. So what are we talking here? I mean, how many people would you say were at ten thousand? Ten thousand. Eight ten thousand, really? So it's, this is the so they're not quite big enough to fill an arena by themselves yet, but they're too big for the medium sized venue. So they're kind of have that. They're kind of in the middle, right? Nice. Yeah, no, they're getting very popular. Do you have any merch? Do you wear their shirts, or do you? Don't have any shirts. I should get some shirts. But I have why a ton do, of other shit. Why are band shirts so fucking expensive? Whenever you go to a a, a concert or something, like forty five dollars. Like I went to the, because the venue gets a cut. Holy shit! For a t shirt, mm -hmm. forty five to fifty dollars. It's a fucking shirt. Like no offense, but I love Kenny Omega, but I'm not spending no fifty bucks on a Kenny shirt. Well, but there are some people that would. All right, hold on a second. We're getting a call on the hotline. Hold on a second. Right. Let's see. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, Freeland. Thanks for finally picking up after like ten minutes again. Um, Mikey, I have a question for you. Whenever you came out, um, the announcer always said you were from Buffalo, New York. Whose idea was it for you to be billed from Buffalo? Just uh, wondering. Uh, thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you very much, person who I have no idea who you are. ECW fan. I'm not really sure. Uh, type that was in him the again. Chat. 
Yeah, no, he calls multiple times on the hotline. Oh. Um, Paulie's idea to come from Buffalo. I was doing the loser gimmick. And the Buffalo Bills had Paulie was a big probably still is a New York Giants football fan. Um, and the Buffalo Bills had been to the Super Bowl like 18 times and never won and always lost. So they were losers. So that's where I was wise from before. Is that a little uh, Easter egg tidbit that most people would not know unless they knew you? Because I don't feel like that's been a publicized little oh. piece of information. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever asked why I was from Buffalo. They just asked me if I was from Buffalo. Um, so no, no ghost merch yet so far. So, uh, well, I have a ton of ghost merch, just no shirts. Oh, so you have like the dolls and all that stuff. And there was a plushie. There was a cardinal copy of looks like it. a potato. Stop I'm it. not kidding. Stop it. I don't even I'm not kidding. this. Hold on. A plushie. I'll be right back. Mikey Whiprick guys. Hardcore extreme legend from ECW has stuffed animals from his favorite band. Let me ask you this for everyone in the chat. Would you have a plushie of your favorite band as an adult? I'm not talking kids. I'm not talking this Disney on ice shit. I'm talking band band. Rit, would you have a plushie? Mm, plushie? No. I, I I can't say anything about my action figures. Yeah, action but, figures are, 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 are a different thing altogether. Well, it, it, except when you have someone you know, say, hey, uh, did you get any new uh, dolls lately? Oh, that pisses me off. That pisses me off. Speaking of which, why he's getting his plushie. I told you I had something I was going to share on the show tonight. Oh, God, I'm going to knock it over now. I told you that I I had originally gotten, and you were the one who inspired this. You remember how I told you? I'm making noises over here. How I have the Cody LJN. The blue. Right. Well, I have the blue and the red now. So I have the blue and the red. <clears throat> You're slowly catching up to me. You're slowly catching up to me. Oh, I will never be catching up to you. Are you uh, out of hey, your mind? Did, did, I, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to tell you. I uh, I just purchased the uh, series one, Brandy Rhodes. That that's like super hard to find. I'm back. How much? How much you spend on it? Seventy eight. Seventy eight bucks on a Brandy Rhodes action figure. Jeez, you're dedicated, man. I tell you what. Oh, that's rich for my blood. All right. So, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're freaking kidding me. No. See, that looks like that looks like um, Charlie Brown if he was on meth. Holy crap. That's about right. How big is that thing? Uh, how, about... <laughs> how big, feet-wise? 12 inches, maybe. You're leaving it in the plastic? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I get that for action figures like Rit and I are talking about, and we've spent a small fortune on these things. I now have the Cody red and blue, which I don't know if he'll ever come back, which he probably won't, but I have them now. But um, how much did you spend on the plushie ballpark? 20 bucks. That's it. This is already this is already selling for like sixty bucks. Some people sell for sixty bucks. What would you sell that for? I wouldn't. <laughs> did you get him? Did you get Papa Ghost to sign anything for you? No, this was. Uh, no, they were still fucking COVID crazy. 
Oh, that's right. Oh. That is, that, that, dude, that is weird. That's a cardinal. I don't see the wings. Oh, cardinal is in the Catholic. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually. I see it. What's on the back of it? Nothing. Oh, okay. That looks more than 12 inches, Mikey. Well. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. If you want to compare it to your gimmick. <laughs> That's the thing I love oh, about no comparison. <laughs> when we talk to wrestlers, everything they refer to, they just replace whatever the word is with the word gimmick. Yeah, it's like Smurf. I put my gimmick in my gimmick and <laughs> it's like you did what? Oh my, Lord my, have mercy. A friend of mine, he was this is God going back fucking like twenty five years now. But he started dating his girlfriend. And she she would she would try to get him to have sex without a condom on. I said, she's trying to get you pregnant. He goes, I said, it's the, I said to him, I go, it's the no gimmick gimmick. <laughs> that's her gimmick. Wow. Wow. Have you ever heard of people uh, of uh, poking holes into packs of condoms? No. Yep. Had a friend of mine say that. Yep. That she finally confessed. She said that's what had happened. And I was like, wow. Jeez. How does that work out then? Because there's got to be some legalities involved in it. Well, no, they were together. It wasn't like it was like a first date at the Olive Garden. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's taking her to Pound Town. They were together for a while, but I guess she was ready. He wasn't, I guess. And she was like. Just went ahead and dabbed it up. A friend of mine said that uh, this one girl wanted to get pregnant by up so bad that he caught her poking a hole in the gimmick after it was done and then squeezing it. No. Yeah. No, she was not Ooh. doing the icing bag. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, the, the icing bag. That's a phrase in the porn industry. So so what he did one time was he finished and then put some hot sauce inside the gimmick. <laughs> and then stirred it up a little? <laughs> yes, and left in the garbage can. Oh my god. Oh my uh, god. That's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. That's, a, that's that's definitely some hot sauce. That is. Fucking <laughs> Oh, that's nasty. Oh, God. Um, so so tell me a little bit about, uh, did you say that you would be getting a, a new office situation set up soon? Yeah. That's very exciting. Because I noticed you're still doing your, your video game stuff online, aren't you? No. You're not doing your, your video game stuff as often? Oh, I play, but I don't, I don't stream or anything. Oh, okay. I have I don't have a microphone, and if I do play, half the time, I'm not even the one playing. It's my son playing. Okay. So people try to, I don't know, invite him to the, like join their party. I guess. I said don't, don't, don't. And the half the time I get the microphone, it doesn't work. It's just it's. And again, I'm so spontaneous when I go. I'm gonna play. And then sometimes I'll play for a couple hours where I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm feeling it. And then sometimes it's like five minutes. I go, fuck this. 
<laughs> I'm done. So a little temper tantrum. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to call my friend Jerry Lynch. Go for it. My gosh. Um, so uh, outside Where is of, Jerry Lynch tonight? That's a really great question. Where are they at tomorrow? Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right, because Britt was all over at the um, Heinz Field. Heinz Field? Is it the ketchup? Is that, yeah. the ke- is that the same as the ketchup company? Okay. Yeah. She was there, and she's going to be waving her. I don't even know what they call it. Ter- their, uh, terrible towel. Terrible towels. Yeah, so they're going to be in Pittsburgh. So I'm sure he's somewhere. The, the, they're supposed to be coming to Philly soon. Oh. They they hit the same places, I've noticed. Yeah. They hit the same areas. A lot of Texas. A lot of Jersey. Um, a lot of Texas. Got to come back to Cincinnati, man. I got to get that high five from John Moxley. Still have too, on- too many too many comps in Cincinnati. What are you talking? No, no. There's no comps in Cincinnati. None whatsoever. None. None. Not at all. Merger. Oh, here we. go. No, but it was a lot of fun having John. Uh, having John, you know, come through our little barricade area, but. I put my hand up to get a high five. <laughs> Walked right through. He, he gave your reputation precedes you. I see zero, zero bucks. Now wait a minute, Mikey. If you were okay, if you were performing and I was sitting near the guardrail and you were going to come through the audience, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I throw it up like, yeah. Would you? Would you reciprocate? Would you high five? Because especially because you know it's me. I mean, come on now. You're going to give me the rub, so it makes it look like a no. you know. No, especially because it's you. Terrible. Here's a better question, Mikey. What would you have done if somehow Freeland won that contest? Oh, wow. And and, and you were at will call, and all of a sudden you're like, fuck, it's Freeland. That's, that's a hell of a fucking quandary. You would be you'd be contractually obligated, my friend. I'd be well, much like the the person who won, they, they were. I was just con- contractually obligated to get you in. You mean to pay for the ticket? Yeah, I don't have to fucking hang out with you. But the the tickets were right next to each other, right, with the seats. No, general admission. General admission. What the hell is that supposed to mean? It's like festival seating. It, well, we were in the pit, so we're in the very front. They were seating oh in the back. Oh my we god! Oh yeah, huh. this was the this was a you know full you know, a full um, anointed experience. They call it. Got the little you got the little fucking gift bag when you left. An anointed experience. Yeah, you get the, you get a little pin. You get a little patch for your jacket. One of those cinch bags, autographed eight by ten. Who was the guy who was a rock I got star? My, I got my uh, taint tickled. <laughs> you can't put a price tag on that. My ass guy. wobbled. You, you look good, though. You look like you've trimmed down again. Um, hovering about 215. That's great. Which is down for the massive giant fat fuck 266 I was. That's not giant big fat fuck. Wow. That's for not, me, it I, was. That's I was going to say, I, I'm 260. That's not big giant fat fuck either. It's not. Well, for a normal person, <laughs> for, some, 
for yourself who's morbidly obese. Wow. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> wow. Look, when you die, can you give my dead aunt's eight by ten to her? <laughs> <laughs> could you hand deliver that? You fuck. That's terrible. Well, congratulations on the two fifteen, though. That's very just good. don't don't die in the chair because well, you I can't have you can't have a double death in the chair and then give it to somebody. That's just bad juju. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, you think any that's one ever corpse happened? in the chair is enough? You have two of them. Not good. What I mean, you think that's ever happened before? Two in people? that chair? No, not in this particular <laughs> chair, but it, but in in a a piece of furniture. Like nursing someone homes. died. I bet nursing home people die have died oh, God. hundreds of times in the same bed. Does that bother you though? Would you take on a piece of family furniture, an heirloom, <laughs> if someone died in it? What? Would you take on a family heirloom, a piece of furniture, if someone had uh, passed in it? No. Now, is it because of you're worried about cleanliness, or is it just a psychological thing? Well, there, there wouldn't be the smell. Well, no, you no. Have to let, get past that. Let's say there was no bodily leakage. Well, even you know the scent of death. Well, some people just smell in general. You know, you walk in somebody's house, it just smells like that. <laughs> oh my god! Screw the fact that they're dead. You just had bad bo to begin with. I wasn't really a big fan of that. That that's a thing. See, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I, I know. You you sniffed the farts out of movie seat cushions. <laughs> hey, but now I've built up my tolerance. I don't get pink eye anymore. That's right. I got an immune system. That's no, I would just, it would, it would just, I don't know, be kind of weird. So are you the type of person that would never accept something from a deceased relative? Like clothing. Would you wear clothing? No. Here's the thing. <laughs> it, ironically, you bring this up. <laughs> When my grandfather died, mm -hmm. what year was that? Like 1990? No, late 89, whatever it was. My grandfather tried to give me his underwear. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Now that's that's a little different. That's a little different. <laughs> but it's true. I, I came down from Maine with this bag. Oh, here I have I have some of Grandpa's clothes you might want. Fucking like twenty <laughs> pairs of tiny whiteies. Oh no! <laughs> what the fuck? No 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 no, Grandma. Yeah no, so that's, that's terrible. Well, but, but slacks or a suit or something like that or socks, you'd be fine with that, right? Socks? I don't know. What happens if they're nice? <laughs> Only wore them a couple times. Not really. Uh, I'd rather probably just donate those. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And, and Freeland will be right there to pick them back up. I was going to say, if you ever don't want something. Oh, shit. I'm not here for my act. Oh, shit. Knocked over my action figures. Just curious. Just curious. We uh, recently went to a, uh, a garage sale. I really, I really am going to send you my dead ants 8x10. I would love, and I'm going to mount it right on the wall here. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be the ant corner. Oh. My wife and I recently went to a, a garage sale in our neighborhood, and after we had left, I asked her, we got back in the car, and I said, you know, what would be the one thing that you would say 
100% is off the table. I will not purchase this specific item when it comes to a garage sale. And uh, she said, well, what about you? She said, you first. I said, I have no problem with anything for the most part. Um, I'm cool with clothing of, of any type. I don't have a problem. I, I said, what about you? She said, from a woman's perspective, uh, undergarments are definitely a no-go. And for a woman, also some women, shoes are a no-go. Shoes? Shoes. Okay. I probably wouldn't do underwear. Little psychopath is saying yes. Uh, Anton, oh, jeez. Have you ever seen this at a uh, garage sale? Honest to God, no bullshit. You think anyone's ever sold something like this at a garage sale? I'm sure. It has to have happened at some point in time. It's so vibrant as a target now. Are you? No, they don't. Yes. And Walmart. I haven't seen them at Walmart yet. Oh, oh the, the, they're there. They're they called... Uh, Vibbies? Back, no, no. Back massagers. Oh, well, then that's not a vibrator then. Oh, no. No, no. Can, can you can you imagine the big hideous fuck that's going to be behind fucking vibrators at Walmart? Oh. Well, it's like the lady who's wearing a maxi pad in her face as a fucking COVID mask. There's no... there's no, I'm, I'm on Target's website right now, and I'm, I'm going to go in the search bar. And so, and, what, what do I put in here? Back, back, uh, whatever, or literally just put in dildo. Oh. <clears throat> right here, Look. Anton. Anton works at Walmart. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God, you put in dildo, and uh, oh, I was not ready for this. I was not ready for this. Th- wow. Hey Judith, can you pick me up a pocket pussy while you're in <laughs> Pick me up a pocket pussy, some lube, and a, and a giant cucumber. The clit regenerator. Oh my. The California exotic vibrator. The plus one mini massager. I had no idea. Ghost, ghost speaking of vibrators, uh, a few years ago, Ghost put out a uh, dildo and butt plug. The band? Yes. The phallus. Yes, and it came came in different sizes. If that was a, if that was a, um, you know how much I think, I think it was like 200 bucks, I think, when it first came out. This, this thing is now selling for thousands of dollars. Oh, I believe it. Ooh, it's the cake vibrating stroker rechargeable. They got one for men's too. The cake little sucker pulsating. Oh my god, one I don't even know what that what you would do with that one. Um Wow. I think you I, know. I had no idea. You guys ever heard of the thing called the fleshlight? You ever hear about that one a long time ago? No. Just me? Okay. The Ultra Vibe Pleasure 2000. Wow. Wow. Um, would you sell, would you sell a dildo, a, a Mikey Whipwreck dildo, if it, if you knew it was going to make a lot of money? Yeah. Why not? I'd have to make it smaller than life size to save on shipping. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. Very, very interesting. You can, yeah, you, you can do that though. I know they do have kits where you can, you can mold, mold your own gimmick. Y- y- yeah. 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 
Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Rick jumped in on that one really fast. So uh, are you familiar with uh, said practice there, Rick? I'm going to try well, that. Well, yeah. I, I had enough to make four. You're terrible. I'm going to look up Walmart again. You know, I would call Walmart and uh, and ask them. No, you don't. No, you, you won't do it. I'll call them right now. I'm probably I'll not going to get a live. I'm not going to get a live person, I bet. Probably not. <laughs> do you sell pocket rockets? Okay, so the person, oh the pussy pleaser. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. I, I guess I just never went on the the website to look for stuff like this. I mean, there's a thirty nine ninety nine in the chat. Well, there's what a nameless goulette eighty seven in the chat. Goulet. Obviously, a fan of Ghost. A nameless goulet. You tickle your taint? Who was the guy who threw poo and all that stuff on the stage in the 70s and 80s? He was really, really out there. Um, we talked about him before. Uh, Anton, if you can hear what I'm saying. He threw poo on the stage? <laughs> no, he threw poo at people. Gigi Allen. Gigi oh. Allen. So it, it so just so, does, sounds like a sick fuck to me. You need to you need to YouTube him. He would do very different things. Uh, Gigi is 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 an oddball. So it, this Papa Ghost, what? How far does he take his live performance? Does he do any acts or anything like that, or or is he just singing with the microphone? Or does is is there more of a theatrical element to it? There's uh, I wouldn't really say a theatrical element. He comes out and he has wardrobe changes. The stage show has gotten a bit bigger now. Okay. Pyro now they have. So so they're the closing act, right? So if someone opens for them or do they open for somebody bigger? Uh, they're headlining now at this point. Nice. I mean, they have opened, you know, for Metallica and things like that. But, but there, there's a big uh, festival where Italy, I think, Hellfest. It's one of those giant heavy metal, like three, four day festivals. Right, but they're headlining the one day, so they're they're taking off. Good for them. So, would you go? You would clearly go to another one of their shows, right? Oh, no doubt. Taking the warden with me this time. Oh, is she is she a big fan or no? But she would still go with you. She, well, she's kind of religious. My wife. Okay. So the whole imagery right away kind of turned her off. Right. I can respect um, that. And then I kind of showed her the one video where they're playing acoustically and he's playing in kazoo. <laughs> so it, and some of the newer stuff, she kind of, he actually sings. He doesn't really grunt like some of the stuff I listen to. Um, so she's kind of, oh, it's not bad. And my landed loves it. Hunter's Moon. Parker loves it. Call me Little Sunshine. So, do you know when they're going to be coming in your area next? Or uh, I heard the fall, September, nice. October is the rumor. Same venue? Uh, I don't know. They played Camden, New Jersey, which is just over the border of Pennsylvania by Philly. Nice. How far was it from you? An hour and a half. Oh, oh wow! An hour and a half. Jeez. 
So I don't know where they would. I mean, we have the PPL Center in Allentown that they can come to. Um, I don't know if there's a place in Wilkesbury they can go. Um, you have Montage. Philly. Montage, yeah. That it's place tough. is a fucking shit show. You're trying to get out of that fucking place, it's a disaster. Just trying to walk up there, I always say oh. that zigzag freaking walkway. I said, I'm fat. I ain't got time for this. Where's the cart? <laughs> so what was what was the final experience? Did you say, you know, good to see you or it was nice to meet you after the show? Or did you guys sit completely separate from one another? Because you were in the I mean, pit. They, kind of, they were kind of like hanging near me, trying to talk to me. And I, well, I tried not to be rude, but... You you were you were the person holding the contest. Yeah, but like, look, you you know how I am. I do. And this this person was fine with it. They knew they knew who I was, and I wasn't trying to be rude. I just you know just you know I'm antisocial. But I'm glad that you had a good time, and I'm glad that you got to see your favorite band, and that you got to get your pictures. And I saw the stuff you post on social media, and that's really cool. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Good so it sounds, it sounds. Yeah, like he's he's work. he's really got this shtick down. It's it, it. Yeah, I've seen some stuff on uh, on YouTube and whatnot. So it seems like he's uh he's got a really strong fan base. Yes. Yes, a lot nice. of gay people, a lot of trans people, a lot of old people. It's really like a complete, and they're very like. I don't, know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. They're, they're a very welcoming welcoming group. Like, they, they're nice to everybody, and they welcome people in the groups, and they're helpful, and they have uh, mummy dust, which is like fake money that comes from the ceiling. Oh, wow. And uh, people get it, and, the, you know, the fan base, they'll ship it to people, you know, like, it's, it's a good bunch of people. Very, very like- inclusive, and they're, you know, very welcoming. I was going to say, it sounds like it's a very fan-friendly fan type of experience with that band, and, and that just makes people want to participate it even more. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, good deal. This has been fun. I've enjoyed this, Mikey. I've enjoyed this. I, I did not... It's one uh, of us. <laughs> terrible. You're terrible. Is it, So is this, is this a precursor to maybe seeing you uh, more? Is there a chance that uh, we may see... Honestly, it all the. I was hoping to be, be fucking moot. I'm not going to get political, but the fucking supply chain thing has been a fucking disaster. Um, we we were hoping to have been moved in September. Last. Oh year. wow! Oh holy cow! Yeah. So things are slow. But honestly, Mike, it all depends on what my brain does. What kind of fucking mood I'm in? Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll go. I'll go on weeks of just being absolutely fucking miserable <laughs> and being pissed. I wake up. <laughs> so yeah. But I, I do want to say thank you for helping me on my recent uh, my technical issues. I appreciate that a lot. You, uh, I was freaked I, out, man. When, when you fucking said to me, "Oh, it was another account." That I believe I asked you in the very fucking beginning. It was. Is, it there, was another, the, is there another account you use? Yes. Does Megan use an account? Yep. Yeah. I know. I kind of brought that upon myself. So. 
I'm, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm literally sitting on the couch like this. She goes, what's the matter? I said, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> she goes, kill who? Freeland. Mm-hmm. She goes, wait, what? Like, where, where did this come from? I go, I think it's been three hours. Oh, maybe four, maybe four and a half hours. At least, of, at least. Of, of come thinking, racking my brain of every trick that I actually resorted to going online and looking for stuff. I go, I, I don't know what else to fucking tell this guy. And then when you said, oh, we had another account, I just sat there. I'm like, I kill him. Oh, I, I, I have a feeling. I, I, yeah, I'm. Su- I, I was surprised you even acknowledged the text message when I said I have more computer issues because I thought I've asked this man. You probably spent I just, I, twenty I almost, or thirty hours. I almost replied, "Who's this?" <laughs> oh. Love it. Well, yeah. I tell you what, my friend, it, it's always good seeing you, and I mean that with all sincerity. It's fun to laugh with you. It's good to hear how you've been. And uh, I know everyone loves getting updates with you and and hearing what's new and just having a good time and, and hearing your voice. So Travis Bohab, he's a ghost fan too. Travis Bohab is, very much is. A nameless goulette. If you're on Twitter, hit me up. Yeah, we'll discuss ghost. Absolutely. Maybe we can do a whole episode that'll be we'll we'll talk about stuff. I could t- I could talk about ghost. Hours. Well, let's go ahead. Whenever you want to do it, we'll go ahead and we'll set it up. It'll be a ghost only fans. uh, You have to to do. You have to do your homework, though. I'll do some homework. I'll read up on it. I promise. I will. I will be. I will not call him Papa Ghost, as as uh, a nameless Goulet said. He said that uh, the character has a different name. Let's see. What was the name again? Hold on. I gotta scroll up here. What was the name? Papa. No, not Papa. Uh, Papa Emeritus. Emeritus, yeah. Emeritus, yeah. Papa we're, we're on Papa Emeritus number four now. You explained this to me one point in time, why the number keeps going up. What's the reason for that? Okay, so every album, they have a new singer, quote-unquote. The same guy, different mess, different character. Okay. So usually at the end of the tour cycle for an album they will get rid of the old one and then bring out a new Papa. So after Papa three was taken out, um, they didn't announce a new Papa right away. So they had like the Cardinal, which is that little guy I showed you. Mm-hmm. So he was a Cardinal. And then after the previous album, um, he got promoted to Papa. So now he's Papa four. Technically, the same guy as as the last album, Cardinal Copia. Now he's Papa Four. So this is technically the first time they've had the same singer for two albums in a row, even though it's always the same guy. It keeps it fresh. Yes, you have to go on if you want a quick um, explanation of the whole of this gimmick and the storyline. Mm-hmm. On their YouTube page, they put out a couple weeks ago they put out a mockumentary okay talking about this band how it started in 1969 um with the the original papa um and because of the whole charles manson thing they had to disband before they even got started and it it's it's pretty good if you if you go back they really 
they poke fun at themselves and all kinds of craziness. Nice. It, it's it's good shit. I'll have to do my research on that then. Well, good deal. Indeed. Good, good deal. Mikey, like I said before, it's good to see you. It's good to hear you laughing. Everyone's doing well in the fam? Yeah. I cannot uh, cannot complain. How many days before the uh, the countdown for school ending right now? Have the oh. kids started the uh, the countdown? Yeah, they started in September. <laughs> Smart kids. Yeah, Smart I think, kids. I think they're just under two months, I think. Perfect. You guys do want anything Disney potentially this summer? Mm, Maybe. Not this summer. Okay. Talking about maybe a cruise next. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Something. Somebody hit me up on social media, and they also mentioned, "Would you want to do a um that uh oh my god, what was it? It was the water park, but do a uh, watch along where we actually turn the audio down. The water lawsuit water park." And oh, Action have, Park. Yes, we have you uh, kind of uh, doing a watch-along. Yeah, we can do that. All right, we'll set that up. That place is a fucking disaster. I watched it, and I was like, this is how more people did not die is beyond my understanding. But people loved it at one point. People were raving it was, about it. It was, it was awesome, but it was fucking terrible. It was like oh. fucking Vietnam. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> You want to have a great experience this summer? Something quite close to Vietnam? <laughs> wow. For you Black kids tech. today who don't know Vietnam, I guess you could say Ukraine. <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. Too, too soon for that? Oh, my gosh. That's a whole That's a whole other fucking shit show. Those fucking people. It's sad. God. Like, oh, I got nukes. Okay. We'll, we'll just watch. We'll watch that. We'll have some fun with that. We'll do some ghost stuff. But uh, at the end of the day, it's good to see you, my friend. Please send my love to the family, and uh, we will chat with you down the road again. Yeah. Are we uh, saying goodbye already? We are. We're uh, we're jerking the curtain here. All right. Very good. People in the chat, pleasure. If you want to talk about ghosts, hit me up on Twitter. I will talk about ghosts um, all the time. For Mikey Whipwreck, for the Ritzer who uh, had to go to bed. For everybody else, we enjoy you. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, Friday coming up, we are going to have a great interview on Future Stars Now. And don't forget to subscribe to Headlines. It's a great interview. What's Headlines? You don't know what Headlines is? Headlines is my daily podcast where I cover all the headlines that are happening in the world of wrestling. So you don't have to go on and... Go ahead and read all the stuff. I give you between 15 and 20 minutes worth of everything. I credit the websites and the writers as well. It's wow. good stuff. It's good it's stuff. It's very neighborly of you giving credit where it's due. <laughs> as if I don't try to do that typically. And, and also, just to plug this part by. Uh, I still can't believe that you read Jerry Lynch. It said it in the article. I'm it's telling it's, you. It's like Joe Biden. Just read Joe. <laughs> just read what it says. Don't think, just read. Uh, Princeton Forever. Uh, Princeton Forever is going to be our guest. He's coming up on Friday. So you can follow him at Team Forever. He is a recent graduate of Truth Martini School, which is up in Michigan. Uh, great interview with him, finding out all about his experiences in professional wrestling, how he got into it, what 
piqued his interest and what his experiences were working with Truth Martini. Once again, you can catch all of that. That's going to be streaming. Do download on Friday, and you can also catch the video version of it uh, Friday as well. So don't forget that. Set your uh, your schedules for that. All right. Be good. Be well. Mikey, much love. Good to see you as well. Ciao, man.